Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and this is the Confession of St. Peter the Apostle, as well as the start of the week of prayer for Christian unity. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Matthew, chapter 16. This morning we'll read verses 13 through 19. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Today the Church remembers the confession of St. Peter the Apostle. We also enter into a week of prayer for Christian unity. It's fitting to connect our prayer that the Church remained united in Christ with the story of Peter's confession, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Because it is in this confession of faith, which comes to us as a gift from the Holy Spirit, that we find our unity. 
The Church is united in its confession and proclamation of Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, and the Church is united in its mission to announce God's peace and forgiveness of sin in Jesus' name, inviting all people into fellowship and new life in Jesus Christ. Its mission given to it by Jesus himself, as the apostles are sent into the world to share the good news. In reading the story of Peter's confession today, though, I'm struck by how it still speaks to us. The story begins with Jesus asking his disciples to tell him what people are saying about Jesus. We could probably do the same thing. We could ask, what do you hear people say about Jesus? He asks them, who do people say that I am? In their answers, they describe broad categories that people still use to describe who they think Jesus is today. The largest among them that Jesus is a prophet, like one of the great and ancient prophets, and we might add more specifically a a spiritual teacher and model of the good life, like other great spiritual and religious teachers that we find throughout world history. We might also add some negative takes on who Jesus is and what Jesus is about. Those, too, were circulating at the time of Jesus. Some were even calling him a devil or the son of the devil. He was certainly going to be charged with leading God's people astray. The story here, though, turns when Jesus invites his disciples to share what they believe and what they think about Jesus. Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? And it is at that moment that Simon Peter speaks his confession, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It is that confession that forms the bedrock anchor of our fellowship as Jesus' people. When Jesus asks that answer, when uh, asks that question, and Simon Peter, by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, gives that answer, we are not looking for a range of answers anymore. We are looking for a con- specific confession of faith, a revelation from the Father that tells us who Jesus is and what Jesus is doing. This is the rock of faith on which Jesus builds the church. This confession that Jesus tells us, does not come from human reason. It is a gift. It is a revelation from the Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit, and it is the foundation of our fellowship in unity. We look around at a church divided into various denominations, sects, and factions, and yet we, we get together and we discuss our faith. When we share our confession, we, we see that we share a common confession about who Jesus is. We discover our connection to each other is a connection of faith in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God. Or maybe not. What we say is the source of unity for us as Christians is also a source of division. This confession sets apart the apostles from those who held other views and thoughts about Jesus. It does the same for the church today. It is a division that is caused simply by being set apart for the sake of the good news this confession communicates and reveals. It is not a division that seeks to foster hatred, divide people against people, conquer, defeat, or destroy its enemies or rivals. And that is the suffering that this confession immediately brings upon us. We will see that those who say other things about Jesus, especially those who hold more negative views about Jesus and his mission, try to destroy Jesus. They bring him to trial, they crucify him, they kill him. Jesus and his disciples, however, do not respond in kind. 
but in love. And it is the love of Christ we see fully displayed in the cross that proves this confession true. By Jesus' death and resurrection, we see the full truth of what St. Peter confessed. Confession and faith, cross and suffering, resurrection, forgiveness, good news. In all of these, we find our unity in Jesus Christ, our Lord, even today. For the next week, we will add these prayers to our prayers each morning. The first is a prayer for the Church in general. It goes like this, Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth and peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is an error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in need, provide for it. And where it is divided, reunite us for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. The next prayer is a prayer for church unity. Most high and holy God, pour out upon us your one and unifying spirit, and awaken in every confession of the whole church a holy hunger and thirst for unity in you, through Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord. Amen. You can find both prayers written out on page 73 of Evangelical Lutheran Worship. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gifts of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth and peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in need, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite us. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. 
Most high and holy God, pour out upon us your one and unifying spirit and awaken in every confession of the whole church a holy hunger and thirst for unity in you, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world. We pray for the people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We pray for all who are at work to bring about peace and international harmony. We pray for those who strive to save the earth for carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.